On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with Portland rapper Alex FG about grief and loss. Episodes drop on Spotify every Sunday after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube. Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Uh, Every week we like to talk to somebody just uh, with the idea that I may not know everything, but I think I can learn something from everyone. And this week, the person I think I can learn from is Alex FG. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for having me. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon, who's finally back. Yeah, what's poppin'? Good to see you, player. Thanks. All right, dope. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. Um, So this week, I think uh, it's important that I bring up that I lost somebody yesterday. Um, I lost uh, a close relative, and uh, I don't know. Have you guys uh, experienced a lot like loss lately in in any fashion? And it's it doesn't even have to be with death. I, it could just be like loss of people. Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I've had my fair share of it, like lately too. You know, like losing a friend and things like that. But, um. Uh, it's like for me, grief is like one of those things that's like it doesn't people like to say the whole uh, term that like it it always gets better and shit. Yeah. But yeah like yeah. not really, bro. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely, absolutely. You learn how to kind of work with it, but every situation is different. You know what I mean? You can't for really sure. apply your way of dealing with this person's grief with another person. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, like, comparison with grief. Yeah. I think some people feel like they haven't experienced enough loss to actually grieve. Like, oh, well, I didn't, you know... Uh, they're like, well, I didn't, you know, lose my wife in a fire or something, so why am I over here crying? But it's like everyone like you can't take the worst thing that's happened to me and the worst thing that's happened to someone else and compare it like one is up here and one's like lower than that just because uh it would be perceived as more painful but you know it's it's based off of that individual and their experience exactly yeah well i i think uh a thing that we do sometimes is like compare like the people that we've lost you know it's like oh you lost uh you you barely knew that person you know it's just like why does the closeness have to like you know determine so much like whether or not you can grieve about somebody yeah, yeah. some people be like oh you barely knew him it's like are you serious? You know, like just mm-hmm. losing somebody is a, is a painful yeah. experience. The idea that you, you know, someone, you know, their face, you know, their voice, even if you just know their name and all of a sudden, like they don't exist anymore yeah. And yeah. on the earth is wild. Um, yeah. I had an experience and this could be looked at as like a really minor loss, someone that I didn't have a personal relationship with, but someone who worked at a Seven Eleven near uh, one of the places I used to work we you know weren't like friends but there was someone who i'd spoken to someone who had exchanged laughs with they yeah. helped me you know ring up my order several times and i get on facebook and i see that this person had just died and i was like what the fuck like yeah that's someone who i knew in real life even that if was it wasn't gone one day yeah one day they're here one day they're not and you never know when that day is is gonna be so yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so the the thing is, is it uh, it was somebody who I had like a really strained relationship with. And that's like, I feel like the hard one, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. The thing that was difficult about it is that like he was in very, he was abusive in a lot of ways. And I wanted to hold on to being angry about that. But the cirrhosis had like damaged his brains to the point that he couldn't even remember what I was mad about. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you have to like come to a point where it's just like, you know, forgiving somebody, you know? Cause it's like, that's, that's hard, you know? Cause it's hard to like, to not still be triggered by like those memories, you know? Like even when somebody has gone, no matter how much you love them, 
it's hard not to like also remember the bad stuff. It's very important to remember the good mm-hmm. stuff, but it's like yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to still acknowledge that like you're holding on to that when you want to let it go so badly. Mm. And we can't really heal from something unless we acknowledge that it was something that really hurt, but at the same time uh sometimes the ones who really hurt us are the ones who love us the most or the ones who we love the most or the yeah. ones who you know influence who we become the most and it's like how do you how do you move forward with that with that with those feelings yeah with that yeah. loss well and so i guess like the thing that i've been trying to focus on is just like some of the good memories man because it's just like I guess the reason I'm having like such a hard time with this and we'll talk about this other part later, but, um, is just the fact that like he was such an angry person and it's like, I'm, as I'm coming off of my meds again, like experiencing that anger again. And it's like realizing and having that compassion for somebody else and being like, Oh, like he could have had a mood disorder that was undiagnosed. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason that he would just be, he'd be the coolest fucking dude one second. And then the next you're just like, who the fuck is this person? Yeah. It's like, it's scary. Like it's, it's like a fucking, like a, a switch flips and you're like, who have you had any like experience with like just people who have uh, dealt with anger issues? Uh, myself, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, for sure. Like, uh, growing up, my mom, she had, you know, some, some problems with that. Not like I like hold it against her, you know yeah. what I mean? But it was like one of those things, like as you get older, you kind of see it more. Yeah. And like, uh, and so like just little shit, like, you know, like she she would do like certain shit. Like, you know, every time, every time she was mad, you could always count on the door to slam and it would slam <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah. I mean, really fucking hard yep. where you cover your ears every time and shit. And then when you yeah. still cover your ears, you still jump every time it slams and shit. Yeah. And so like, as an adult, I got like that problem where like, when I get mad, I got a fucking bad hat, not breaking things, but of yeah. still just like, you know, just like fuck you, like dude. You know, I yeah. took everything in me not you know? to fucking punch my steering wheel earlier. Like <laughs> Malik yeah. was just watching me, and he's just like, he wants to hit something so fucking. I thought bad I was right about now. to get punched. I, did, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Don't hit me, man. Uh, okay, where they were skipping ahead to the anchor part. That's my bad. No, that's but, that's real though. It's like when you when you experience it from other people it's hard not to kind of take it on yeah in some form sure absolutely i think that's a really good point and it's like i pick i feel like i picked that up from him and just a lot of like just dudes in my life i feel like i like the every time i like i'm just like man i wish my dad was around more then i just think about everybody who has daddy issues also has a dad and i'm like you know what even the ones when they're in your life they're like <laughs> yeah can still be kind of fucking crazy but i don't know it's like i've got a lot of love for that dude because he really did he took care of like me my two cousins uh my mom and his wife like on a single budget like that's insanity like yeah. i can barely take care of myself i am eating gas station hot dogs right because i can barely take care of myself it's crazy how some people can put the things together you know yeah yeah um so like i guess with uh with grief like what's something that you do when you lose somebody do you go to the, what's the first thing you go to do you go to the the good memories you know depending on your closeness to that person you know because it's like go ahead it's like uh it depends, you know what I mean? Like, like I got, you know, someone that I lost where it's like, it's it, it, all negative. And it's like a really weird thing where yeah. it's like, why am I still thinking about yes. this? And it's like all negative. And I don't, you know, I don't know why I'm still thinking about it. It's like, yeah. why is it on my you head? You want to forgive it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, but like overall though, uh, no, it's definitely, I go to the good, you know, good. for, for the most good. part where it's like, that was a big part of it with my mom was like I was trying to uh just kind of focus on the good memories for so long where it was like over the past like when I was a teenager you know like 14 to mm. now is like when I was really starting to like come to realizations of like oh it wasn't fucking sunshine and rainbows all the time you know yeah. it was good you know it wasn't bad I yeah. didn't have a bad mom you know I had a good mom but it was still just like you know not everything's perfect you know yeah. nothing's perfect mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I I think that that's like there's such a tendency to like try and only think of like the good. Like I had this really close friend. The first loss that I had ever like dealt with was like my best friend in high school. And she had like gotten in a car accident and was just like gone one night. And it was like that one really, really hurt because I didn't realize that like they could lit- you could literally talk to them on the phone the day before. 
and uh, <laughs> they just be gone the next. And uh, shit is bananas, man. It is. It is. And it's like initially when they when I lost them, I like all I thought of was the good memories. But like I had to like, I guess part of like letting go of that grief was also remembering that it wasn't all perfect either. It's part of it. And it's like because I feel like we over like over fantasize. I don't know if that's the word, but I mean, like over dramatize like how great things are in our head when we lose somebody just Mm -hmm. because we want to like feel that like, oh, man, I miss them so much. But I think that, you know, like with time, you're like, okay, like we had our differences. We had our, we had a great time, you know, like time is really one of those things that it's like, it sucks. Cause that's the thing that allows you to like finally fucking heal. Yeah. You, know? you can't predict it either. Yeah. But it, you can't stop it too. It's mm-hmm. like one of those really weird things where sometimes like, if you know, you have a situation where time's the only thing that can fix it. It's like a daunting thing. You know what I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. fuck. Like, I have to wait this out. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to kind of sit on my hands about yeah. it. Yeah. But sometimes you, you you really do like not sit on your hands about it. You know, you can do things about it with that time. But yeah. You got to give it time. Yeah. Well, I feel like uh, I'm pretty sure like the anniversary of that friend having passed away was literally just a couple days ago. So mm-hmm. it's like it was a definitely a weird intersection. But the thing is, is like that had passed and I hadn't even realized it had passed. But there was a period where I counted down to that day. Yeah. So it's like I feel like with time, like you do start to like feel that less, you know, That's a and big it's part. And And in that time, it's so important for us to, excuse me, give us, give ourselves the space to really grieve Mm -hmm. those losses. And and I've come to realize uh, the most recent like major loss in my life was my cousin slash auntie Sharon. And that was maybe about two years ago now at this point. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize I gave myself like a week to grieve. And then I was like, all right, back to work, back to whatever doing all the things and i never really took the time to like fully process that loss so now little by little i'm finding like moments of extreme weakness and just like sorrow because i'm like damn she's not here anymore Mm. and that's not something that i really gave myself the time to feel so now it just comes up it just comes up Yeah. yeah yeah Um, I think allowing yourself to like feel stuff is something that like I I have a really hard time because it's just like because because I have bipolar like feeling things always feels like a bad thing you know it's like I feel like if I'm super hyped up I'm like you shouldn't be like this this means you're manic if you're fucking if I'm like low I'm just like why do you feel like shit everything's going great fucking you have a cool fucking podcast you have you know what I mean you have some awesome fucking friends like you know like I know some dope ass people Um, but the at least at least yeah. you have this at least yeah you're alive yeah so. but yeah i don't know i guess uh just with like grief it's uh it's it's a it's a difficult thing but it's like it's also a nice time to like reflect and just be like okay like that's another person's gone but like i'm still here and i have mm-hmm. the memory of them and if mm-hmm. i use the good parts of those memories like i can really you know give their life the as much meaning as i can personally mm-hmm. yeah I like to think if someone in this, this isn't like a way to rationalize death or anything, but I always feel like if someone is not alive and I still am, there's a reason like I'm here or else I wouldn't be, yeah. I guess. Cause if everything happens for a reason, uh, people die for a reason, people live for a reason. So, yeah. um, I just try to always think of like, what's, how am I going to, allow the the passing of people who i love to be more meaningful um how do i carry on their legacy how do i honor uh their energy yeah no that's that's i think that that is that is the best thing that we can do you know after losing somebody like the best thing you can do is just try and and honor um that legacy um, so we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with the smoke break. We're here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Hey Shady Pines listeners, what you doing Saturday morning? DJ Burrow here, here to tell you about the Nudie Country Show happening every Saturday 8 to 9 a.m. Pacific Time. What the hell was that? Nudie Country, you know, it's all about the nudie suit. I came very close to spitting out beer. No need to get upset, Hank. It's all about country music. What else are you doing on Saturday morning at 8 a.m.? I am in the middle of decrumming the toaster. Well, leave the damn toaster be, Hank, and put on some music. Who knows, maybe Peggy will even dance. 
dance with you. No, sir, I don't feel much like dancing. Well, you don't gotta dance, Hank, if you don't want to. You can just sit back and listen to music from classic country artists, modern country artists, lots of them that wore the nudie suit themselves. Worn by the likes of Graham Parsons, Dolly Parton, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, and more. You're serious? Totally serious, Hank. I don't much care for that Brian Adam. Bobby will love it, too. Bobby, stop dancing now. It's Saturday morning, 8 a.m. What else are you doing that time of the day? I have never gotten up that early in my life unless fish were involved. So go on and download the free Shady Pines app. Everything's all loop-de-loops and flibberty-gibbet. While you're at it, set a reminder, subscribe to the show so you'll get notifications about it. My God, are you still talking? Wake up early every Saturday, 8 a.m. to listen to Nudie Country right here on Shady Pines Radio. I think we've all had enough of that. Yep. Wow, that is going to be the weirdest transition. Uh, so <laughs> the next topic I wanted to talk about was anger. Uh, and it's hard to after that goofy-ass commercial. Um, <laughs> we got to Hulk up. We got to Hulk up. No, I feel like, uh, no, it's... That's that's an important thing before like we go into talk about anger is like being able to laugh. Like I feel like that's one of the few things that can bring me out of it, you know. Oh yeah. For it's sure. like once you can like laugh at how fucking, you know, ridiculous it is, then you can like, you know, not feel that angry. But uh starting it off, I just wanted to uh, ask you guys, what is your experience with anger? What is your experience with anger? Alex, you're our guest, please share it with me. Uh experience with anger has always been like a never-ending type of thing okay. so like it's always been probably like my biggest weakness i i feel like personally sure, sure, same. and so like it can lead to a lot of like self-destructive habits or yes. like things and sometimes like i don't know so i'll be going through like a a good phase of it where it's like mm. all right you know i'm i'm definitely like i know i can be in control of it you know what i mean it's one of those things where it's like i know i can be until I'm not. Yeah. And then something fucking happens and yeah. I did something or I said something I shouldn't have or yep. something, you know, that makes me look like a total fucking asshole. Yeah. Make, you know, makes me pretty much a total fucking asshole. Yeah, no, I feel and, you. I've been there. And then like from there, uh, you know, then I'm kind of stuck starting again, kind of starting over. Yeah. So it's like, and right. that's that's like one of the most difficult parts for me is like you have this period of like where everything's fucking chill, but then you lose it that one time and it's just like that's all that's all that anybody remembers. And that's all and, you kind of think about too. And it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so like I sit there thinking about it and it's like then it gets hard for me to be like, okay, what was I doing before that was helping me not, you know, yeah. get, get there. Cause then I'm like, well, that fucking didn't work. You know, yeah. and it's like just because it didn't work that one time. Sometimes like that one time can really fucking stay up in there yeah mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely sometimes we need that one time too to remind us of like how important it is to really hold it down when shit is like adding yeah. up mm-hmm. um yeah the, no, that's I mean, true that's my, really true in my experience with being angry um it's like it's almost something that i don't experience in a way that most people would experience like I'm not going to get road rage. I'm not going to get mad that my relationship didn't work out. I'm not going to get mad that, um, I don't know, I was late to work or whatever. But what I do get really upset with is when things that are that I feel should be under my control are not. Um, it happens a lot with technology not working how it needs to. Um, if I uh, If I just have a tool that doesn't, it's not giving me what I expect out of mm. it. Like that kind of stuff really upsets me yeah. more than it should. And I used to think it was this weird like thing to do specifically with technology, but I feel like it's actually the control aspect because there's so little in life that we actually can control. So yeah. if I'm expecting to hit this button and it's going to have this function and it doesn't like that's going to really, really ruin my vibe in that mm. moment. Um, yeah. No, and it's, it's it's something that I can only really deal with by just, I kind of just have to bitch about it. You know, like I just have to, I just have yeah. to let it out. Like, yeah. I, cause if I sit with it, I'm just going to talk about it in my head and I'm just going to get more and more and more frustrated. Yeah. But then when I talk to someone else about it, maybe they'll be like, Oh, like I know how that frustration is when some shit doesn't work. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm not just a person that 
is upset for no reason. Like this is, it's reasonable for me to feel this way. Now I can kind of like, okay, acknowledge how I'm feeling, kind of keep it pushing forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, definitely control a lack of control where control should exist. Drives me crazy. Yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, I feel like there's two reasons that like I get upset and it's usually, I feel like one of them is like, I feel, I feel trapped and unable to communicate. That's like, if like, if, if I, if I can't, if I can't say something or I don't know how to say something and I feel like I'm stuck in a situation cause I don't know how to say something then like it just it just puts into my head that it's going to be like that forever and it's yeah. like i get angry at myself for not being able to say anything mm. and um i think the other one is yeah, it's probably like the i guess it's yeah it's just like it's i guess i only get angry when i have like an expectation mm. when i'm just like this was going to happen and it didn't happen and now I'm mad that I thought that it was going to happen. Like, yeah. which is <laughs> it's a realistic thing to be mad about, though. A lot of times, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 realistic. But the, it's the times that it's not. It's the times that like you have an expectation, and like you know, Malik was saying is that like so much is out of your control. Like yeah. to have it, an expectation that anything's ever going to work out, like a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that's literally setting yourself up for failure. You it know? really is. Like, and I, I feel like good, like healthy expectations are like what allow, um, you know, what allow you to enjoy anything. Yeah. You got to limit your expectations to a certain extent. So that way you're not like, cause a lot of times with me, it can kind of get to like a, to a weird extent. Like you said, like that shit that you said about like the technology shit, I relate to that a lot where it's like, sometimes it's like the little shit. Cause like it'll be like, man, I fucking paid all this money for this thing. Why is it not working? Right. And yeah. so sometimes there's that involved, but then other times, yeah, I don't really think about that. You know, where it's like, oh, it is kind of like I want to be in control of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, yeah, sometimes you just gotta kind of lower your expectations with things and be like, all right, this might buffer for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, hey, bro, it's been that's like me with fast food lines. I used to have a problem going into fast food lines. Now, whenever I sit there and like, because when you're looking at taillights. That shit feels like it's taking forever. Mm-hmm. Just check the time on your clock every every now and then. You'll see it's only been two minutes, bro. It's not been a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> only yeah, been there for a little yeah. bit. You know what I would say the most important thing for me about anger is to allow it to exist, but to kind of treat it as a visitor and rather than saying like, okay, this anger showed up. I'm going to kick it with this anger and this is just how I'm going to feel. Or it's just like, okay, I'm upset right now because this is going on so here's this feeling but i'm gonna allow it to make its way through and then kind of move on um but i think when when anger starts to control me is when i feel like i'm trying to fight it off like you said you're upset that you're upset mm-hmm. and it makes you more upset so i try to just acknowledge that i am upset and but not let it like be who i am in that moment if if that makes sense yeah no it does no, it does it's easier said than done because oh, be like, yeah. oh you are not your emotions and it's like yeah but they're pretty fucking close so. <laughs> i don't know about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I, especially with like bipolar it's like when i feel things i feel things so intently and like when i'd first come off this medication i was just like i was excited because i was like feeling higher emotions higher you know like it was like i was taking mood stabilizers which was like you know like a compressor uh for my feelings <laughs> i thought of the same the same metaphor I'm going that, yeah, that's actually a really good metaphor a fucking shit, little bro. compressor okay. yeah. keeps you from the peaks and valleys but doesn't do much else really yeah mm. exactly yeah i'm not clipping um this is only for us but uh <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it's uh yeah, it's the, the mood stabilizers kept me from being like too happy. And I started feeling these really high emotions and I was like excited. I was like, dope, this is back. Like I forget, you know, like I miss this. I miss feeling this good. I miss feeling this excited. And I knew that the fucking lows were going to come. And I was just like, but how bad are they going to be? They can't be that bad. Not when I'm feeling this good. <laughs> yeah, not when I'm feeling this good. Yeah, for this being this high, there's no way I could feel that low. And, uh, and then it hits you like a truck. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, so what helps you uh, manage your, your anger, Alex? Weed. Weed. <laughs> Good nah, ass answer, listen, my man. Nah, Good ass right. answer. Not that, but uh, it's like, for me, a big part of it is like giving it time. Mm-hmm. Like we said, like we said, time is a big thing. And like 
where I get my worst is when like if I'm arguing on the phone with somebody or I'm texting or whatever, and if I don't give it time to respond, like if mm-hmm. if I just respond as soon as I see the message and I'm just da, 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 that's when it yeah. goes downhill real fast. But if yeah. I can even if I can give it like five minutes and I come back to it, like I'm always like more level headed if yeah. I can mm-hmm. just give it a little bit of time. Well, I feel like that's the difference between a response and a reaction when you give yourself the time to process what it actually is that's being said and how you feel about it versus like they said they don't trust me, so I'm going to say fuck you because that's <laughs> how I shit. feel right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But you might sit on it and be like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's a reason they didn't trust me. Maybe they heard something. Maybe I showed them something I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just give it, giving yourself the time to respond. Yeah. Versus, I think there's, yeah, yeah, like the my biggest thing is is like when i feel like angry or like i just i feel like i've been feeling like i've just i i isolate because i'm just like i feel like this fucking destructive force that it's like i'm gonna do everybody a fucking favor and keep Mm -hmm. that the fuck away from everybody Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's like at a certain point um somebody had said to me that like you you start I don't know. You just start feeling like you're you're not fit to be around people. You mm-hmm. know, like when you feel that angry and you see what your anger does to other people, and yeah. you know what anger's done to you, it's so hard to be like, why would I expose? Any-? If I can't if I can't control it, all I can do is just keep people safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you ever Have you ever isolated? Is Is isolation a tactic that you use when you're when you're feeling like that? Because you're talking about taking a step away. Like, how long would you take a step away if you couldn't stop yourself from feeling like that? I find myself isolating if I feel like my interaction is going to make things worse, either for me or whoever's involved. And I do it in a way that's not like it's never I never mean for it to be anti them. But I think if I if I'm really feeling a type of way, then it's like me being in space with anyone who I'm not like completely good with, with kind of just take me into a really dark place and I have like a really bad attitude. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, I just try to know that the people in my life are helpful and healing and trustworthy so that if I do get to that point, I can know that like I have someone to fall back on I can allow myself to be like really, really mad and still hit up the homie and be like, yo, I need support right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It's The hardest thing is, is like trying to communicate like that desire for support when you fuck it, when you feel like that. Cause it's like, like my biggest thing with like, with like just bipolar, like uh, being unmedicated with bipolar is like just remembering that like I didn't want to sign up for anything. I don't want to sign up for anything because I don't know how I'm going to feel by the time I get there. Yeah. You know, like if I could be in a great mood right now, I feel like fucking like Manic Zane just gets fucking signs up for like parachute lessons and then fucking like gets drunk the night before and then calls the press saying <laughs> is like, hey, can you cover my shift? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, we're going skydiving today. What the fuck? Like and and fucking depressed Zane doesn't have boundaries. So he's just like, oh, yeah, sure, dude, I'll cover the shift. It's just like, I don't know. It's I, I just try to, it just, it's hard to, when you get angry like that, it's hard to think that like you deserve to be around people, I guess. Mm. It's like, it's just, I guess that's something that like I just really fucking struggle with mm. is just that, um, you know, just wanting to keep people safe. Um, so I guess with like, with anger, um, have you, what has been a tactic that you've used to, to deal with angry people? To deal with people who are angry, um, well, in a helpful way, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to specify. I think just treading lightly, uh, trying to interact in a way that's like supportive without being intrusive. Like I'm gonna let you know that I care about what you're going through and why you're upset without like re-triggering you with the whole situation i mean if you're triggered and you need to release that more like obviously Mm. i'm here for that but i'm not gonna be like yo she said that like are you mad (laughs) can you believe um but you know just like yeah i see you're frustrated like i would be too and and you have every right to feel that way Mm. um so i think just a lot of validating and also under understanding that like 
I'm not going to 100% understand how they feel because I've never been them in that situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be like in my head thinking I know exactly how they're feeling right now. Because it's probably layered. It's probably not black and white. Yeah. And it's probably something that I can't visualize from my understanding, from my perspective. Yeah. That's a good answer. What about you? Uh, I mean, if when, you know, when I'm like coming into a situation with an angry person and it's not like a, it's a straight up argument, you know what I mean? And I can come into it with a real level head. I try to like really sort it out, you know what I mean? Like pride, like not prioritize, but, uh, kind of like categorize things, you know, like, okay, like, is this really how you're feeling? You know what I mean? Like, okay, you think they said this, but what do they really say? Like, what are they giving you that makes you feel that way? And yeah. based off of that, like, why do you feel that way? And where is it going from there? Yeah. And you, just analyzing the emotions and just trying to, like, figure out deeper, like, what is causing the anger? Yeah. And sometimes with that, too, like, just analyzing it can make a big difference where, like, you're looking at it and you're looking at it. And, again, like, with the time thing, even if you're not able to, like, really, like, in the moment, if you're angry, get over it completely. Like, oh, I'm just going to drop it. It might be like it might help you to look at it and keep looking at it to where it's like it can kind of just die down. You know what I mean? Before yeah. you know it, it's like, oh, like now it's time to to talk to that person. I don't really have that same feeling I had when I first started looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think, uh, you know, analyzing why you feel a certain way and just trying to figure out like where it's coming from is a lot better than just like just trying to drop it, you know, because yeah. it's just like trying to drop it means you've not only not addressed it, you haven't fixed the the thing with the person. Like mm-hmm. you don't know why you feel that way. So you're just going to get fucking pissed off the next time it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's so. a big part of it, too. It's not really like if you don't understand what it is about it that made you upset and then what uh, like what can prevent it from happening next time, you know, because mm-hmm. then you just get pissed about it again and again and again. Yeah. And you're like, before you know it, you're like, oh, that's one of the things I get mad about. <laughs> like, oh, you gotta, you gotta get to the root. Yeah, get to the root. Absolutely. Otherwise, it'll just resurface mm-hmm. every single time it gets the chance. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. And it's not like anger is gonna go away ever. Like anger is a part of anger is an emotion that you feel as a human being. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it lets so, us know when something's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It lets us. It lets us know that like there's something that that I need to be better about communicating, mm-hmm. you know? Cause it's like, yeah. I either need to communicate to the person I'm, I'm upset with or communicate to the people I'm around that I'm upset. But mm-hmm. like either fucking way, I just need to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely see a lot of people who intentionally suppress their anger. They're like, Oh, like I should, like, I'm really mad. Like I shouldn't be. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. if you weren't in that situation that you were in with this person, you wouldn't be mad. So the issue isn't that you're feeling how you're feeling. The issue is what happened to make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And is the other person complicit in resolving that that thing? And if yeah. it's not, you know, obviously, we're going to be probably pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah. 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 And sometimes, too, it's also like looking at it from your side, too. It's like, is this something I should be mad about? Cause I, you know, I got to struggle with th- getting pissed off at things and then looking back on it. I'm like, w- like, like I definitely don't fucking care now. Like, why did I care so much? <laughs> why was I, yeah. Why was I so bad for so long when I could have just like let that shit go? <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I, I'm literally, I would never think about it again. And it, but for some reason mm-hmm. during those fucking 20, 30 minutes, sometimes yeah, it even, seemed like the biggest fucking deal. Yeah. But that's why it's important to have that time to really reflect. Cause it might not be. Yeah. worth really getting hung up over. Yeah. Yeah. But then at, at the same time, there's other things that I think are bigger that we don't, we don't really deal with because it's like such an all-encompassing thing. Maybe it's just a really large emotional task for us to undertake, but we'll we'll leave that aside and then pick on these little... Yeah, yeah get these little tiny things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what's pissing me off in my life, yeah. not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Double, we're going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, well, radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. 
Patches, come here, boy. I love Patches, and that's why I love Patch Dog. Hey, Dad, were you calling me? No, I was calling the dog Patches. Yes, Father? Oh, not you, honey. Patch Dog makes custom iron-on embroidery patches. I can give them my design, and in a couple weeks, I've got custom patches. They can be of my daughter Patches, my son Patches Jr., or even my dog Patches. Yes, dear. Uh, no, no, that's Patches, my wife. I'm just making a commercial. And because Patch Dog loves you so much, use the code SPR10 for a 10% discount. Yay. And you know... Know they've got that free domestic shipping. For more information, check out patch.dog and fall in love with patches like me. Did you yes, dear. Oh, no, I'm making a commercial for Patch Dog. And we are back with the smoke break. We are here every patches. Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll tell him. Okay. Um, I'm just grieving uh, the loss. He's still alive, I think. But we oh, had okay. this dog when I was a kid, and he was he was a homie. His name was also Patches, like the dog from <laughs> the, commercial. the commercial that we just heard. And I got home from school one day. And I called Patches to come kick it with me. I was like, Patches. And then my grandma's like, yeah, I gave him away. I am so sorry. Why did you make me talk about that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a smoke break and we're grieving. You said uh, Patches has to live on. Yeah, yeah. Did you have some good memories with Patches? Yeah, he, right. he's a good little dude. All right, all right. <laughs> he well, liked to run around and be silly. Yeah, see? It's remembering the good stuff. It's remembering the good stuff. Well, this week on The Joke Break, we are going to ask the question from uh, the game Let's Get Real, bro. What big questions do you find yourself commonly asking yourself in life over the last year or two? What big questions do you find yourself asking yourself? Question one, is this a hair or a spider web? <laughs> Gotta say that into the microphone. <laughs> Classic deflection. Um, Alex, you go first. I'm gonna have to think on that. Uh, I think like a lot of the big questions like I've been asking myself lately is like what what I need to do to make myself like actually happy. Like, you know, like, what is, like, the actual... Because, you know, a lot of times, like, man, I just kind of go from, like, emotion to emotion and shit. I don't really feel like a steady person, you know? Sure. And so, like, I'll, I'll feel like... Like, right now, I feel chill. I feel pretty open, you know what I mean? I feel good to talk and shit. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, like... You know, sometimes it's not like that. It's, I, I, I kind of wonder, like, what is... Like, it kind of makes me... It's like I know who I am. I know mm. what makes me me, but I don't know who I am at the same time. Mm. Yeah. And it really kind of makes it like hard to navigate. And it makes it kind of hard to navigate like the music thing at the same time, too. For sure. For sure. Because you're trying to find your voice in that sense mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And like recently with it, it was just like I hit like a writer's block point where it's like, man, I don't want to like I didn't want to write about like just kind of. I guess other shit anymore like it got to the point like recently like I've just kind of been writing about me you know what I mean or like shit going on mm -hmm. in my head things yeah. I need to do things I feel like I'm pressured with and things like that yeah and uh that kind of you know it, it, it helps though doing things yeah that way. Yeah, I, yeah I think making music or really creating anything with the intention and with the question of like who am I mm. is is a really fantastic fantastic experience and that's kind of how I've been making my music where it's very much just like who am I? Why is that who I am? Uh, what does that look like? What do I want it to look like? And these mm -hmm. are all questions that like going to work, coming home, eating, going to bed, you know, just living a regular person's life. We don't get the time and the space to really work those things out. Yeah. So I feel like as an artist, we kind of have the the privilege and almost like the the responsibility, if you see it that way, to really look and be like, who am I? And, you know, how can I use this space to kind of cultivate that? So yeah. I feel where you're coming from with that. Yeah, Damn straight, man. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, that's a that's a really good question is is trying to figure out who you are. And like, I feel like the closer you, you f figure out who you are, the easier it is to find out what you want, you know, because mm. it's like, yes. who am I what, and what do I want and what's and what's going to make me happy? That's a good one. Um, OK, I guess the big question um I have been asking myself over the past year or two is what am I doing it all for? Mm. 
So like, what's everything you're doing? Everything right now that for? I'm doing right now. What am I doing it all for? Um, clout. Clout. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Am I yeah, a cult yeah. chaser? Yeah. Am for I real. the devil? Yeah. In am here? I the devil? <laughs> the imposter syndrome. <laughs> is, is there a certain like moment or or feeling that brings that question up for you, or is it just a general? I thing? guess it's just it's the on the days that I'm discouraged. You know, on the days that I'm just like, man, why am I doing this? You know, like because there's days that it makes me extremely happy, and then there's days that I'm so depressed that all I want to do is cancel it. Mm. You know, and and it's like the the idea was always to make myself happy. But like when it's something that you're constantly having to do, it's hard not to like acknowledge that like, hey, today I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, like it took everything in me not to throw you gas money and be like, I am sorry you drove over here. I could feel it. Uh, I could yeah. feel it. And I understand though. But like it's good yeah. that you showed up, you know, yeah, it's like it's a little that. shit like that, you know, or like. The shit that people don't see, you know what I mean? Like you tune into smoke break, you don't know all that shit behind. No, you know? no, you don't no. know. Like, and you tune into like a podcast or something, you know, something that's like on a schedule. You know, like because yeah. life isn't on a fucking schedule. Life right. happens, and life can happen to you when you least fucking want it to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like one of those things where people, the real strong people, like it's not. It doesn't make you not strong if you can't. Sure, sure, but, sure. You know, when you're able to stick to what you're doing and still do it, it's like there is something that you're doing it for. You know, even yeah. if you're not able to completely identify it at certain times, yeah. there's got to be. Otherwise, yeah. that no, shit would go out the window. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it never would have been here in the first place. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I would like to to invite you and kind of challenge you if you feel called to uh, what what is what's the why? Why? Why do you want to do what you're doing? So now it's on record. You can just watch this on repeat. <laughs> yes, sir. Watch me fumble it. <laughs> the Rocky tribute. <laughs> um, I guess the why is I just want people to not feel alone. That's I have felt that, and it has. Um, and I had seen somebody say this actually recently. They had said, you know, they said I'm so alone, and it was somebody who I really looked up to, a comic that I. Th- thought like i just wouldn't ever hear that from and uh i was just like part of me wants to tell you like hey man like you shouldn't feel alone look at all the people that love you you know because there's all these people replying you know reacting and i was like but honestly the only thing that makes you feel more alone than actually being lonely is being surrounded by people who love you and not feeling it all the way mm. And I've felt I've either been actually alone or surrounded by people who love me and not felt it. And I hate both of those feelings. So whenever I create anything, it's with the intent of connecting with people in a way that they may not have been connected with before. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it's a laugh that they they didn't think that they they had in them, whether it was a about about a subject they didn't think that they could have a sense of humor about. Or if it's a song that like, you know, they listen to and they're just like, holy shit, like I never thought about it like that or that your experience like those are the the things that mean a lot to me. But the more important question, not more important, the equally important question is uh, what's what's the big question you've been asking yourself? <clears throat> what is the big question? Well, first, I'll say keep that why with you. Remind yourself every day. Um, and that goes for everyone watching too. remind yourself of your why. That's super important. Um, my big question that I asked myself in the last two years, I would say how, when, where, what, what is it going to look like when I'm finally able to see that my work in music, my work in with, with youth are going to be existing in the same space with my intention of providing tools, skills, space, um, management, advisory for young black and brown creators to do their thing. Yeah. Um, it's a really big goal that I have. And it's are you, like, so are you talking about like creating a space where you as like, you can combine your love of like, you know, uh, teaching uh, the things that you like want to teach with like, you know, the, the youth work that you're already doing? Yeah, yeah, with the same type of mindset of understanding which students and kids need more support sure. and then specifically providing them like the creative education for them to be able to be a performer, be a designer, be a yeah. music whatever. Obviously, I'm like the in the music realm, there's yeah, other Yeah, but roles. you can foster creativity. Yes. 
and and that's that's what it's all about. So it's kind of just you know recognizing the skills in both spaces, the connections in both spaces, yeah. really gather, uh, building to where it's like, okay, I feel like at yeah. a certain point, very soon, yeah. If you if you have tilt. something that you can, if you have something that you can provide, and like there's an area that like needs that because like a lot of like black and brown youth, like. You can be super talented. You can be super shit at math, but that doesn't mean you're fucking garbage at like writing mm -hmm. raps. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And th that's that's the thing that like we neglect with the fucking the education system yeah. is that it's like, oh, okay, like they're not good at this. They must be mm -hmm. fucking dumb at everything. And then we yeah. just get thrown under the bus. You yeah. might have failed your English class, but you're actually great at poetry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a much better yeah. <laughs> analogy. Well, still, you but know, it, it's I think a lot of people assign and I actually told one of my students this, like, don't assign your level of intelligence to how good you are at doing certain things because your intelligence isn't like oh i'm this much smarter than you it's like mm -hmm. how do you apply what you know to what you are uh interfacing with and that doesn't make you less smart than the next person it's just that's how yeah. your intelligence serves you so yeah absolutely yeah hey i think that's i think uh i don't know i think it's it's important that we all kind of have like that question that you know you it's it's like what's motivating me you know like at least if you have kind of like a one-year planner of like what do i want to have answered by the end of this i think it's important to ask what that question is because yeah. it's like you know because i wouldn't i wouldn't have thought about it. I was like what have i been asking myself constantly you know <laughs> like and then we have to like hell? check in with ourselves and be like okay where where am i at with yeah that? yeah absolutely and exactly that's, that's where it gets daunting for me because i'm like where am i at with that and i'm like if this is the the timeline, I feel like I'm like right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, let's move this shit along. Got yep. shit to do. Yep. All right, dope. Well, uh, we're going to work on that timeline. We're going to have to wrap up this episode, but we still got 15 more minutes. So we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We are on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We captured the taste and sound only here on Open Country. Sundays, noon to one, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Folk music with Anti-Vandal. We captured the taste and sound on this open country. Noon to one, Sundays, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Here on Shady Pines Radio. <laughs> oh God. Welcome to the Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And Alex FG. What's up? Yo, I appreciate you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So my favorite question to ask, and I feel like this would be a great opportunity uh, for you to share a little bit about yourself. Uh, what are you excited for? Uh, excited for the music career, man. Excited, yeah. excited to do as much as I can with that. Uh, I'm excited. I got a show coming up on uh, September 14th, Hawthorne Hideaway. Okay. If anybody watching that should come through. It's a free show. It's gonna have a lot of dope artists come on. But um, yeah, like I'm really excited to just keep growing, kind of musically and like yeah. artistically, because I feel really, I feel extremely blessed to know what I want to do. Cause I feel like there's nothing, or like I don't know. I, I feel like there's not much worse than like not knowing what you want to do in life. Like, mm. like not even like not having a fucking clue. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like you don't like everyone has a passion. Just sometimes you don't find it yet. Sometimes you don't yeah. find it for a while. Sure. But uh, I was able to find mine early, and so like I'm just always excited to just keep creating and keep uh, like testing and challenging myself to where like what can I do with it? What can I say that's what can I say that I can portray? a new type of message across that other people maybe hadn't thought, yeah. you know, like in between the lines of the book, you know, like yeah. what's the little shit? Like, cause I've, I've also like really obsessed with film and things like that. Okay. That's, that's a and, cool, like a uh, little side, side hobby. Dude. Yeah. And, and like, so I'll be like, I'm really interested in like what goes behind a scene, like what yeah. makes the scene real interesting. The sound levels, when the sound raises at certain spots, when it's yeah. no sound and things like that, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you have like a really good eye for detail. Well, I, I I look into things a lot in um so I try to like put that into the music too where it's like how can I take 
the behind the scenes and put it in the song to where it can make mm. sense for the average listener, you mm. know, and mm. not be like unrelatable. Because you can hear a lot of shit from these big time artists and stuff. And it's like, okay, I can, I feel like you're trying to make their line relate to you as opposed to really feeling it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a lot of people are like, oh, I relate to that. And it's like, do you really though? Like you do kind of for sure. But like yeah. I'm trying to make like music where it's like, oh yeah. Like feel it. I feel that shit, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. No, I, that's 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 a really good way of putting it. I feel I like the difference between like relating and feeling it. Yeah, that's a that's a really good. Uh, yeah, that's, I I like that. I like that. I'm I'm trying to like get back more into making music. Um, I'm trying to focus on that right now. Yeah, and, dude, the uh, last shit you put out was really good. I like. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, and I'm, that was little shit like that too. I forget, man. I forget the line. I wish I knew it because it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna matter now. That I don't remember the line. No, but you, yeah, yeah. You, you had a few bars on that shit that was like that. You know what I mean? Where it was like it kind of makes you like where it makes you feel something instead of you see something and you're like you have to like think of how you relate to it you just feel it and then you're like oh fuck i almost didn't even know i was thinking that yeah you know what damn. i mean it's a little I shit like that. that i appreciate that no thank you thank you i'm i'm excited i'm excited to wait and one more time what was the date for the hawthorne hideaway september 14th september 14th september all right go 14th. check that out if you can yes uh, sir malik what are you excited for what am i excited for um man honestly like might sound super cliche i'm just excited to be back on the freaking podcast like yeah. i'm excited to have you back i'm sorry today was so rough uh. it's, it's all good man it happens it's a part of life it's especially a part of being an adult and especially a part of being a creative adult doing ten thousand things all the time one of them's not going to go right i can promise you that <laughs> yeah. it, one of them one of at them. least one of them if you are doing five things one of those things will not go right mm -hmm. it's uh, a numbers game it, it is, it is. And the more numbers you add, the more <laughs> variables you also include. Yeah. It is, but it was it was exciting to go be a part of summer camp. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you had fun uh, going and doing that. Yeah, I'll, t I'll tell y'all just a little bit about, about uh, summer camp. Sure. Uh, it was, so Step Up does a a camp every uh -huh. summer going into the school year where all the students, all the incoming freshmen, which we need to talk about because I feel like every student in every grade needs to go to camp but that's a different conversation <laughs> um and it's just this really like intense emotional like team bonding thing like yeah. intro to the program type of situation so i got to do two weekends back to back sure there's also like a fat additional check which i'm not upset Ooh. about at all yeah well i mean you're getting paid like during the off time of the school year right or is it not or was that during the off time because like they didn't school just start so so yes um, so we're throughout August, we do like trainings, uh, oh. mental health trainings, addiction, racism, whatever. And then, so like we would normally just work Monday through Wednesday. Oh. So we're, or sorry, Monday through Thursday. So we're getting that standard Monday through Thursday bread. And additionally, if you, additionally, if you go to camp, uh, from Friday to Sunday, that's an additional like five seventy, I think. And I got to do those twice. So that's like a lot of fucking, yes. a lot of money. Good chatter. Yeah, that's some yeah. Good that's some telehook cheese right there. I don't typically get excited about money, but hey, no, it's the, the point is camp was awesome. Uh, <laughs> camp was a great time. My wallet's not upset at me for going. Um, but Two I'm excited to be back. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you back, yeah, and I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, um, and I'm excited for Zane to put out new music. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I was actually thinking about that. I was just like, man, I should just. Uh, yeah, I will make that time. I'm, I will make that time. Hold him accountable. Hold me accountable, all right? Blow in up the chat. his inbox. Yeah, blow up my day. inbox and be like, yo, has, have you made that song yet, motherfucker? Every day the Zane hasn't dropped a new song. <laughs> Y'all blow this man up. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So uh, I guess what am I excited for? Let's see. I'm excited to try and regulate my emotions. I'm excited to, you know, take every opportunity that I find something frustrating, like as an opportunity to try to not be frustrated by yeah. it, you know, because it's like there's there's literally like it never stops. Like things going wrong is the one consistent thing <laughs> yeah. that has been throughout my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really just comes down to and as cliche as it is, uh, it comes down to your reaction reaction to it and uh i think that um you know i'm i'm going to be faced with more and more situations where i'm going to find myself frustrated or wanting to be frustrated but i think that like the more 
I don't know. It's like a practice, you know, it's like yeah. for the longest time I was like, you know, I was, I don't know. I felt like I was like, I was training, but like, I didn't really like take the fucking, you know, the weights off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the opposite. This is putting more weights on, <laughs> but it's like, uh, for you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess riding without training wheels, I guess, would probably, you know what I mean? Like, I've literally, it's like, yes, I can technically ride a bike, uh, but this is, like, what it's actually like. And, um, you know, the uh, the idea is still the same. It's just a matter of, like, how in control, you know, and it's it's practicing, you know? And yeah. it's, it's, it's realizing that you're going to fall down, realizing that you are going to lose your temper, mm-hmm. realize that you aren't going to always be the person that you want to be in every moment. It's impossible. Yeah. Um, but, but you can always get back up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Unless you broke your legs and arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case. You can do a headstand. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do a head spin. <laughs> I, yeah, there's, I can't That's do any break dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think that um you know just just being being aware of like how strong emotions are you know like whether it's sadness whether it's anger whether it's you know it's even even happiness like i'd said to somebody recently i was just like uh you know they'd said something that was like along the lines of uh you know well at least you don't have crippling depression and i was just like i would love just crippling depression mm. i was like but instead i go all the way up here and i have to fall all the way down here i still have the crippling depression i just have a higher fucking way to fall and it's just mm. like i don't know emotions are such an intense thing that's like if you don't figure out how to regulate them then you you lose control of a lot of aspects of your life yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh, absolutely. I've wrecked myself fucking plenty. Who knew that song was actually like a (laughs) mental health advocacy? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. No, but I feel that like if I'm not intentionally uh, trying to manage my emotions in a healthy way, they're really going to get the best of me real quick before I even realize that I'm like feeling anything. Yeah. And it's the worst. Like when you are accidentally an asshole to someone because you feel like shit and you don't even realize you feel like shit until after you are an asshole to that person. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. No. I try, to, I try to avoid that shit a lot where it's like, uh, you know, sometimes you'll have like your, your little moments and then like, that's a big thing for me too is like, you know, you, people are human too at the same time and everyone will have their little moments. It's a matter mm-hmm. of like managing them and then also like not don't beat yourself up too much for shit. Like you cannot beat yourself up too much for shit. And that's coming yeah. from somebody that beats himself up yeah. way too much for shit. Yeah. The absolutely. world will beat you down enough. Yeah. You yeah. not need to do it to yourself. Yeah. No shit. I don't need to be doing their off hours. Right. <laughs> I go home with myself and I'm just like stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking tell me about it, man. <laughs> that internal dialogue is a big part of yeah. your life. You know, yeah. it, it really is. And sometimes it's, you know it's easier said than done to manage that it really is but it makes such a big difference like for me it's made such a big difference in terms of just like my belief and like i wouldn't be where i'm at you know it's not like i'm the biggest most successful person or anything but i definitely wouldn't be where i'm at now without being able to like change that mindset Mm -hmm. yeah then i still struggle with it all the fucking time yeah but now it's just like me falling out of that mindset as opposed to me struggling to get into that mindset. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to shout out real quick to all the people in chat today. I appreciate you guys. If uh, if I haven't acknowledged the chat, it's because I was having one hell of a day. I know, it's right over there on the oh, side. There's fans sh- shouting out everyone. Dude, I know. I know. Hey, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, yeah, I I was just having a really hard time today. And uh, I, I've got some, like, I'm surrounded by some really fucking cool people, you know? Like, Likewise. And that's, I feel like that makes a big difference is, like, surrounding yourself with people who do understand, you know, who, like, don't see you for that moment or just like, yeah, he was a fucking dickhead. So I just. So now, he's a dick. Yeah. So he, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking, he, you know, man, he didn't let me go through him for the door. I, he went first. And he's a fucking yep, asshole. Yep, yep. I'll never talk to that dude again. <laughs> <laughs> so i yeah i appreciate i appreciate you and it's it's super dope to like you to to meet you and likewise uh, you thank know. you for having me on man i appreciate absolutely, it absolutely no you expressed a lot of interest on being on it and like you know anybody who who just genuinely like enjoys uh you know just i don't know being open it's like it's something that's not easy and unless you're like talking to the right people it's not an easy thing but yeah. when you feel comfortable it's like yeah i like your little niche with the comedy too where you're able to like use that in your comedy you know what i mean because it kind of like 
it catches people off guard. You bring up some hella serious shit and they're like, how do I feel about it? And then you yeah. flip it on them and then they're like, oh, bro, that's fucking... <laughs> like, you know, it takes it from just being funny to where you're like, that was really smart too, you know what I mean? You're I like, that was that. cool, I like it. It's the setups, you know, like, you know, like, yeah. Because like, you see a lot that. of people that are like, oh, I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell dad jokes, you know what I mean? And don't get <laughs> I me do wrong. also there's just some, tell dad jokes. There's some really good dad joke comedians, Mitch Hedberg, but like... <laughs> You know, st still, it's like, uh, no, yeah, it's good to have those setups. No, no, no. Honestly, I would rather somebody identify me as the smart, uh, that comedian that you just described than the dad joke comedian, because most people only know me as the dad joke. So the <laughs> fact that I'm in any capacity known as that person, I will take it. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you, player. Uh, that has been the Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Smoke Radio. Break. Thank you, Alex FG. You want to give us your Thank socials you, real quick? Uh, Instagram, filthy Alex FG. Everything else is just Alex FG. If you type Alex FG on Google, I'll be all over that shit. Perfect. Thanks, players. We'll see you next time. Thank you for having me.